Welcome to 7 at 7, your daily dive through the Word of God. I'm Pastor Ryan, and this is Pastor Matt. Hey. Today we look at Ephesians chapter 1, verse 15 through 17. your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love towards all the saints, I do not cease to give thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you a spirit of wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge of him. So, Pastor Ryan, we see Paul here praying for the church in Ephesians. This is a a huge city, a diverse population and he takes the time not only to write them this letter, but also say that he's praying for them without ceasing. Why do you think that that's something that he includes in all of the epistles? Why is it so important that he's praying for these people? Well, I think having authority over these churches, he wanted to remind them that, hey, I, I love you guys. Like, I, yeah. I actually care about you. It's not just I'm not just writing this letter to beat you up or to give you a list of to do's, but to say, Hey, just because you're out of sight doesn't mean you're out of mind. And I remember you in my prayers, even though there's a great distance. I remember you fondly and I'm praying for you. That means a lot. I mean, you think about it as pastors. Whenever someone says, hey, I'm praying for you. What that means is that they're taking the time to think about you, to lift you up before God, even though you aren't in their presence. And that is actually very encouraging and it means a lot. Yeah, you know, there's there's certain people in my life that if they tell me they're praying for me, it means the world, you know, like, and, and some of them are mentors. Some of them are pastors of large churches or these things. And when they say, man, I'm taking the time out of my day to pray for you. Yeah. You know, that's a huge deal. You know, I know pastor Steve, when pastor Steve tells me, Hey Matt, just want you to know I'm praying for you today. Kind of just hits me, you know, yeah. it hits you a little bit different. And that's what Paul's trying to do with these churches. He's saying, guys, you're, you matter to me. Yeah. You're important to me. And I'm praying for you without ceasing. I'm praying for you all the time. So it's so important, not only that he's praying for them, but also what he's praying for them. You know, some some churches, they go so deep into detail. You know, it's, hey, I'm praying, you know, that the color of the carpet's right and that, and that this person would stop yeah. arguing with this person and that no one would get sick and that no one would, you know, no one would go through trials or tribulate. Paul, almost in every case, prays for the same thing. So let's go ahead and keep reading here. That the Lord... God, our Father in Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you a spirit of wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge of him. So what's he praying for? He's praying that God Almighty would give them wisdom about him, about God. So why why wisdom? What, what makes wisdom so important, especially for churches? Well, Sometimes we get hung up, I think we get hung up on the practical uh, problems that we face, right? Like, and, and there are occasions where Paul gets in specific things and he tells them to expel certain people from the church and things like that. But I find interesting here in this section of scripture uh, that he's he's not just talking specifics, but he's actually equipping them to face a variety of situations, right? And so um, when, when we he's praying for wisdom and revelation, those are things that... Uh, will help people navigate various seasons of their lives, situations. Sometimes when we say A plus B, and then we give advice for C or whatever, like um, uh, the 
you know, people may have difficulty following those instructions if their circumstances don't match that exact formula. Yeah. You know, A plus B equals C, but what happens when a person has A plus J or what should they do then? Do they disregard that that advice? And so the one thing about wisdom and revelation, again, to repeat myself, you're equipped for whatever the situation may be. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that it's it's important, too, that it ends with the the wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him. So it's not just I mean, I think it does apply to practical situations. But it's also the knowledge of God. So why are we getting wisdom? It's so that we can have this knowledge of who God is and what God would want us to do. So th- that goes to my point, right? Yeah. When you, you you know who God is, you don't need someone to say, hey, when they do this in this circumstance, you, you sort of internally uh, with the Holy Spirit, hey, you remember those old wristbands, what would Jesus do? You know, yeah. it's, it's sort of similar to that. You don't. You know, not to open a can of worms, but there's a, you know, in the Bible, it says that uh, I think Paul was giving advice. He said, you don't need anyone to teach you. You have the Holy Spirit of God. Yeah. And so not to say we don't need shepherds and things like that, but, um, you know, God is with us. The Holy Spirit is with us. And, and, and we ought to have revelation and wisdom concerning the character of God. So when we're in a particular set of circumstances, you know, we don't have to go to the rule book, but we look to the Holy Spirit that's with us. You think, you know, how many of us, how many times you see someone uh, behave poorly, maybe concerning politics, maybe concerning things that aren't in scripture, but instinctually we know, hey, this is against the character of God. Like God wouldn't want us to behave that way. And the reason is because we have knowledge and revelation of God internally by the Holy Spirit. But who can know the mind of a man except the spirit of a man? And we haven't been given the spirit uh, of the world, but the spirit of God, you know who can know the mind of God and equips us to know WWJD. Yeah, I think, I think in Colossians it actually says spiritual wisdom. We pray that you grow in your spiritual wisdom. So I think you're exactly right. I think that it's so important that we not just make decisions based on what we think the world would do. Correct. You know, and I think that that's what Paul is saying here. Is he's saying, hey, there's going to be a lot of decisions you're going to have to make as a church. You know, this is a diverse church. It's a ethnic church it's a church that's in the middle of this big city and they're going to have some hard decisions that they're going <laughs> to they're going to have to make i think about you know one of the things that you always say is like one of your governing principles is putting relationships first right so yeah. how many decisions do we make day in and day out regarding what we should do here what we should do there but again one of your guarding principles is that you don't do anything that's going to break relationship and i think that that's a perfect example of having wisdom and knowledge, revelation of God, because you know it's it's not God's will for us to live divided, right? Yeah, and how awesome is it that this church, as they're making those decisions, they can sit back and say, Paul prayed for this. You know, Paul, right. the church planner, the guy who everybody's talking about, he prayed for us in this exact situation right now. And that's, I mean, that's our prayer for you, that's our prayer for our church, yeah. and we hope and pray that you'll grow in spiritual wisdom this week. Amen. Amen.